Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 274. Today, I want to make an argument why I think that you need to stop focusing on the income-producing activities of your business. So if this isn't a term that you've ever heard of before, a lot of times people will call them IPAs, the prevailing wisdom and what most people teach or will teach you is that the secret to success is you've got to focus on the income-producing activities of your business. This is what I used to hear over and over and over again from my early mentors and my sponsors. And the generally speaking, the advice is sound. The idea is that if we can just identify the most important things in our business and focus the majority of our time on those things, that is really the secret to long-term sustainable business growth. When we talk about IPAs or income-producing activities, typically you'll hear things like prospecting, sharing your products or business with people, giving presentations, following up, maybe creating content on social media, adding prospects to your network, friending new people, just the things that we do on the front end of a business that help us generate leads, get new sales, get new recruits. And the reason why it's good advice, because what we see happen most of the time, and this is what happened to me in my business, and that as I started focusing on those things in the beginning, but then as my team began to grow... I was presented with all these other things that I could have been doing in terms of managing my team and working with people. And the particular person that we help in our business is somebody we call the accidental leader. And the accidental leader, the reason why they start getting stuck is they fall into the trap of getting away from these income-producing activities. We get into, we call it management mode. You start managing your team. You're spending all this time doing things that ultimately could keep you busy, but they're not contributing to the overall growth and results of your business. So when I was given the advice, focus on the IPAs, do that, it was all about simplifying. And that is actually good advice. But I'm going to present an argument today why I think fundamentally telling somebody that income-producing activities are the secret to success is hurting you more than it's helping you. Here's the reason why. Let's think about what is, by definition, an income-producing activity. Well, it's us identifying the things that we believe if we do will produce income for our business. Now, what is income? It is a result. So whether it's conscious or not, we identify these handful of things that we know we should be doing, that people tell us are going to be produce income for us, right? That's why they're called income-producing activities. And then we start doing them. But the problem is this, is when we're taking the action, we're focused on the result. So we start doing the things we're supposed to do, and when we don't see the results, when we don't see the income coming, people joining, people buying, we start to get discouraged and we start to question ourselves because by definition, we must be doing something wrong, right? Because if we're doing the income-producing activities and they're not producing income, that's when we start to doubt ourselves. And so what I want to share with you today is the awareness, and this is going to challenge what a lot of you really have come to know and what you've been taught for a long time is this is the wrong mindset for your business. When you're focused on the result, that's showing up from a place of fear. It's taking action from what we like to call a red light story. 
right? And when you're taking action from a red light story and you're focused on the result, like you're literally defining success or failure of the action by the result, that's always a formula that will fail you because you'll never have control over the result. And the other thing that happens is this, is if the goal is to just produce income, we may choose to do things that short-term could create personal results for us, but they're not contributing to the long-term growth of our business and helping other people have success. So maybe an income-producing activity for us is just doing things on social media that lead us to getting personal recruits and personal customers, which provides a temporary result for us, gives us income. But the problem is that we're not focusing on the more important things that could lead us on the back end of actually supporting and sustaining those people, leading them to results of of their own so that we're actually building a real business. But fundamentally, if in your mind you think that income-producing activities are the solution, this is one of the reasons why you're stuck. So if we're not supposed to focus on income-producing activities, if focusing on the result we realize is never going to serve us because we'll never have control over the result, we can no longer define success or failure of the actions that we're taking by the result because if you continue to do that, that's how you're going to stay stuck. That's why you haven't been seeing the results taking action from red light stories. Here's what I'd like to present, a new term, and I believe this is going to be a huge shift for you. Instead of income-producing activities, I'd like to introduce the concept growth-oriented actions. Identifying and focusing your time on growth-oriented actions will change your business forever. Now, fundamentally, here's the shift we need to make. We are no longer focused on the result of the actions that we take. Because as long as we're focused on the result of the actions that we take, guess who we're not focusing on? The actual person that we're taking the action with. So if you're showing up from a red light story, if you're taking an income producing activity, if you're focused on the result, you're never going to truly be able to show up from a place of service, a mindset of service like we teach and really be able to tap into the power of that. You're always going to show up from what we like to call a sales mindset because you're attached to the result. So a growth-oriented activity, we change our focus from the result to growth. See, the goal becomes, let's find the things that we can do that will help us grow the fastest and grow the most in the process of doing them. See, because if you believe what we teach with Love, Serve, Grow, one of the biggest shifts that we make is is that we believe that our business is really a personal growth plan with a compensation plan attached to it. So the more that we grow, right, we start attracting to us the results that we want. See, it's our focus on the results. It's our attachment to the results, which is actually what it's, that's actually what's keeping you from experiencing them. But when we let go of our attachment to the results, when we take action from a different place, not fear and a red light story, we learn how to do the the most important thing, which is manage our mind and get intentional about what's going on in our head while we're taking the actions, and we shift from fear to love, we take action from a green light story, then now that gives us the foundation to truly show up with a service mindset, be able to take a much higher quality action. And when you're not focusing on the results, when you're not literally looking to every single person's opinion of you to determine how you feel about yourself, when you're not having every yes or no determine whether or not you're worthy, when you truly are just focused on taking actions because you know taking that action from the right place will help you become better, everything begins to change. See, because when we're focused on growth-oriented actions, 
we begin to do sometimes different things, but the things that we are doing, we do them in a much more effective way. So I want you to think about that. What would that look like for you? What if you just started to become passionate every single day about doing the things that help you become a better version of yourself? Now, how do we know what the right things to do are? Well, this is where this is really powerful. What are the things that you fear the most in your business? See, the things that you fear the most are usually the very things that if you can take that action from the right mindset will be the biggest contributors to your growth. See, it's actually our fears and our red light stories that help us find the right things to do. So I'll give you a good example. For me, and I've talked about this before, one of my biggest fears was always public speaking. I had so many red light stories around me speaking in public. Now, if I would have understood what I was teaching you now earlier, the concept of a growth-oriented action, identifying our greatest fears, and then figuring out a way that we can manage our mind around doing those things so that we can show up from a different place and tap into the power of growth, I could have potentially have accelerated my process of learning and growing and becoming successful so much faster. But it wasn't until I was able to identify the fear as serving an important purpose and learning how to follow that fear and start doing the things that I didn't think I was capable of doing, the things that scared me the most, that I started discovering things about myself that I never knew existed. See, it was when I finally started managing my mind and realizing that all these red light stories that I was telling myself about how I couldn't do that and how I wasn't going to be good at it, nobody was going to listen to me, and I was shy, and I was introverted, and I just allowed myself to get into a place to do it not focusing on me, but focusing on other people, I started to find out things about myself. I realized I had these capabilities that I had never seen before, that I had the seed of something so much greater inside of me that if I could nourish and allow it to grow, I could so far expand beyond what I thought possible for myself. But what would this look like in your business? What if you stopped focusing on the income and the results and you started getting really passionate about growth? What if every single, every single month you said to yourself, what are the things that I can do this month, the scary things that I'm resisting, that I know I need to do, but I'm not, that will help me grow? I'm going to share a quick example with you. And a lot of you are not going to like, you're not going to like me hearing me say this, but this is, once again, this is a good example. So one of the things that we do in our program, LLA, is in the first 30 days of working with somebody, we teach them this skill set of managing their mind, right? And how important that is. Because at any moment, the mindset that you have is really that is success or failure. So sometimes we'll have somebody, they'll say, well, Bob, I'm doing the growth-oriented actions right now. Like I'm talking to people, I'm doing the things that I'm afraid of, and but I'm still not seeing the results. And when I hear somebody say that, what I know is that, well, you're not taking a growth-oriented action. Because by definition, if you're not managing your mind and you're taking the action from a place of fear, from a red light story, you can do something that could be considered a growth-oriented action. But if you're taking the action from a red light story, it by definition, it is not a growth-oriented action because you are focused on the result. So we have to first manage our mind. So we teach our students how to do that. And then I know for most of you, one of the biggest sources of fear in your business and red light stories is your warm market, people that you know. And I know this to be true. And I also know that it is our biggest fears and the source of our, the majority of our red light stories, if we can lean into those and we can use those as an opportunity to manage our mind and be able to push past that fear and that resistance, that that is ultimately where we will grow the most. So what I tell people to do is I say, listen, 
if for no other reason than just an exercise and humor me on this and have a little faith, I don't want you to talk to anybody but your war market for the next seven to 10 days. And people freak out and they freeze. And they say, oh, well, you know, I've already talked to everybody. So like for some of you, I want you to, to just pay attention to your mind. And I want you to notice how quickly you automatically just default to red light stories. Uh, nobody's interested. I've talked to them before. I've got people that I haven't talked to, but I haven't, you know, I haven't talked to them in a while. So like, what would I say? How do I reach back out to somebody that's told me no? How do I reach back out to somebody that I was in a conversation with that just fell off? What do I say to somebody that I haven't talked to in five years? How could I possibly reach out to them? Like notice how fear kicks in and all these red light stories where you basically just imagine if you do this, how it's going to go horribly wrong. What are they going to think of me? What are they going to say about me? That's how we react. There's so many red light stories so many of you have around your warm market. Now, because you don't want to face them, what you naturally do is you take the path of least resistance and then you just go completely to cold market and you just try to talk to random strangers on the internet, on social media. And that's fine. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But what I'm trying to get you to understand, and this is, I say this all the time, if you can't create results in your warm market, you'll never create them in the cold market. Or at best, you'll have moderate results. There's a reason why you can't create results in the warm market because you have been focused on taking the wrong types of actions. You haven't managed your mind around doing the things. So I always say, lean into that. But people struggle big time with it. But I get them to understand the entire reason of doing this is to create an awareness around your inability to manage your mind in the past. And what happens almost every time is when I teach them the goal here, the purpose is not to get the result. The purpose is to truly create an opportunity where you can push past some of your biggest fears and understand that those are the actions that are going to contribute to your growth. You will grow so much faster doing things that scare you because on the other side of that fear, what you'll realize is you'll start to learn things about yourself that you never knew. You'll start to learn that I'm capable of doing things that I didn't think I could do. You'll start to realize that the fear, right, that it's never nearly as bad as you think it is. And then on the other side, you'll find results that you've never seen before. We start showing up, taking better actions. We start seeing people respond to us in a different way. But once again, what is the primary focus of you taking an action? Is it getting in a result? Is it making income? Or is it growing? And I just know going into this year, if you start thinking about this, what are your biggest fears? What are the things you're resisting the most? Let's identify just three or four of these things and let's give ourselves permission to just focus on doing these things. You're gonna hear me over and over saying, do less, do less. Do the more important things. Do the most important things. What are the most important things? The things that contribute to our growth. Because our growth determines our capacity to lead, right? As we grow, we are in a space where we're more capable of helping other people, but everything is tied to our growth. So that's what I want you to think about. No more income producing activities. No more IPAs. No more judging our success or failure by what the result, by hitting the goal. Success is service and growth. Get passionate about serving. Get passionate about growing and finding things that can help speed that process up for you. So that's my message for you today. Growth-oriented activities, GOAs. I'd like to introduce that new terminology into your business. And uh, I'll be helping you figure out what those things are for you in your business. So hope you got some value out of the episode today. Thanks so much for being here. And uh, I'll see you soon on the next episode. 